I'm a double agent. <laughs> I will tell on all sides from both sides. No one can trust me. Yeah, uh, fucking trans tattletale over here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, hello, bienvenidos, buongiorno, yeah, that, beautiful, that stuff right there, that all means something. Welcome back to our channel. (laughs) This is the 50 Worst Dates Podcast, and we're here to tell you a thing. I'm your host, Katie Coyle. And I'm your other host, Amanda Peacock. And this week, we have a special guest because we are covering things that we don't know shit about, guys, or at least don't have personal experience to tell you about. So this whole month, uh, this week, the last week of the month, uh, prepare for all of those to have their periods. Because <laughs> that's, that's how periods work. We get it uh, at the same time. We just know. We see a flash in each other's eyes from 600 miles away, and we're like, oh, it's time. But... It's like the bat signal. <laughs> it is the bat signal. And that, who you just heard with the nerd references, that is our guest Logan, who is here to tell us all about being the T of LGBT. That's me. I'm the That's only. you. Yes. Yep. So Logan is a dear friend of mine that I've known oh, since, shit. fuck, like freshman year of college? Yeah. yeah. Uh, God, you're so uh, old. I know. It's, I'm like, that was what, two years ago? No. No. Um, and he recently moved back to St. Louis uh, from Chicago to, you know, be with us down here in the Lou, where we love dying <laughs> of humidity and sun and rain. Yep. But yeah, so Logan, if you would like to introduce you, give us a little... It's kind of like in school where they're like, tell us something fun about yourself. Or two truths yeah. and a lie. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, Ooh, two, two, two truths and a lie. That's fun. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Logan. That one's the truth. I'm just going to spoil it for you. Um, I am a trans man. It's been spoiled. Um, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> two truths. Okay, what's your lie? I have a third nipple. Ooh. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, good. So you don't true. have a third nipple. <laughs> I said it and I was like, oh, man, that'd be neat. Yeah, that would. That could be like your party trick. Yeah. Hey, guys, look at that. I okay. actually know a piercer <laughs> who said that they would give a free piercing to someone who had a oh, third nipple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They let them pierce the third nipple. That's You'd get hilarious. it for free. So anyone out there who's got a third nipple, <laughs> I know a piercer for you. Ooh, what a deal. <laughs> could you imagine like it's not even in like a normal nipply place it's just like on the small of your back and there's just a pierced nipple <laughs> uh, but usually they don't look like n- nipples they kind of look like pimples they're like giant mole looking things but yeah whatever that's cool whatever you can get pierced So, so Logan, would you so, like yeah. to kind of share, like, kind of share a little bit about you, how you identify? Yeah, for sure. The pod. Yeah. Um, do you want like 
background or do you want me to just say all the words that I, mean, I can? <laughs> you, can, <laughs> all you, can you can say all the words because we'll kind of dive into when okay. we get to the discussion. Cool, bit. cool, cool. Um, so actually when I first like came out as genderqueer, I was very neutral mm-hmm. by like they, them pronouns. Mm-hmm. That's a whole thing. Maybe we could talk about that mm-hmm. important stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I like tested out actually with someone who I was seeing at the time, speaking of dates, um, <laughs> and he, him felt right. And so I just sort of went with that. And then I tried on some different names and it's just sort of happened. Mm-hmm. And I started testosterone, like it was April of last year. Wow. So it's been over a year. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I got my name changed legally, mm-hmm. which was a process and a half. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. That's amazing. <laughs> cool. Um, I have known Logan since prior to uh, him coming out. And oh, yeah. he is easily one of like the well greatest people I know. Um, but also watching him kind of come into who he is has been such a gift. And it's really great to see, like, how, like, I don't know, you can just, you just radiate such positive energy and, you know, really knowing yourself has been just a beautiful thing to watch. It's been a beautiful thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I remember when you came out as genderqueer and then yeah. uh, just this kind of whole... With many tra- Facebook messages. Yes, and I, I mean, I just love it. And we actually used to be a part, our friend group was called... Uh, queer squad yes. in college. Oh, throwback. Yeah. Wow. And I was like the token straight person. Yes. We, I think we always was, need one of those. I think there was two of us. Yeah. And it was it was uh, <laughs> good times. But uh, TBT to queer wow. squad. Um, and here we are in 2019. Wow. It's a real gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not straight. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not straight. Like, even like just gay in the way Hillary Duff would be like, don't call that skirt gay. It's not gay. No, but that was real heartwarming and cute and gay. <laughs> um, so today we wanted to pretty much dedicate this whole episode to kind of chatting with Logan. Um, because honestly, like this topic specifically, I feel like within the LGBTQIA plus community really deserves it. Um, discrimination, as most of us should know at this point in 2019 against the trans community is as rampant as ever because we have a flying uh-huh. Cheeto as president. He doesn't <laughs> help anything. Nope. Um, but between, you know, government restrictions in the military, healthcare discrimination, police brutality, etc., cetera, uh, the trans community deserves as much of a voice as ever. So we really wanted to kind of uh, dedicate the whole episode to really chatting with Logan versus, you know, Katie and I just educating people. <laughs> yeah. Um, off Wikipedia. <laughs> lately, I've been using Bustle. They've had very good articles oh, about, cool. like, pride history, stuff like that. Fancy. So, yeah. Um, and um, although heavier issues regarding the trans identity and trans issues in the current climate are very important things to discuss, um, especially with becoming an informed individual um Mm. we also kind of just wanted to be a little bit more lighthearted, um but still dabbling in those topics as they come up 
um, and get into the pants, pun absolutely intended, <laughs> of the topic because this is a sex podcast and yes. uh, we want to talk about that. Bam. Yes. Bam. So without further ado, I guess we can just dive right in. Let me hook up your lie detector test. Mm, get that set up. <laughs> this, this is, is about to get real sexy. <laughs> so seeing as this is 50 Worst States podcast, um, do you have any bananas types of uh, dating stories, sex stories, anything you want to share? Any like ridiculous thing that has happened to you? If you want an example, I talked about how I had to pull a condom out of my dog's ass the other day. <laughs> the other week. <laughs> he ate it. <laughs> so anything, anything goes. Not anything that good, though. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, I'm just surrounded by condom wrappers and really grateful to not have a dog today. <laughs> that would be mean. Oh, um, well, nothing that I can tell you about the first time I saw a penis. Ooh. Because um, this was like pre-transition, so off topic. But yeah, I was just, we were just sort of making out sort of heavy. And this person, though I thought it was flattering at the time, just literally anytime we touched each other, he would get a boner. Just literally you had that power i know i felt very powerful <laughs> it's not even a lie and i was like okay okay and so one time it was just there and it wasn't going away and i was like oh like out of genuine curiosity now in retrospect being like oh what's <laughs> happening there i'd like to get on, on some of that um, I was like, so, like, what's that? And he was like, do you want to see it? And before he even finished the sentence, he just showed it to me. <laughs> just whipped the dick Just out. whipped it out. And I was like, wow. Oh, <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks. I didn't bring anything to show and tell, so. <laughs> but I appreciate your contribution. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Penises are interesting. They really are. They kind of... I always say that, like, whoever designed humans really spent time with, like, the vagina. It's so intricate. Yeah. And then penises, they were like, They just took some silly silly putty and just, like, they're like, this is a a leftover. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was a beginning pottery class. Yep. (laughs) Pretty much. It's like when you fuck up. And then, like, crush the clay into a ball. It's a happy accident. It's pretty much what, yeah. It's a penis accident. (laughs) (laughs) have you ever since you have come out whether it was you know when you first came out as genderqueer or now as trans um have you i'm assuming you've noticed a difference maybe in dating and if so (laughs) what's it like being trans and trying to get a date like are you on apps which ones Mm. which ones are cool yeah which Um, ones are more i guess inclusive we should say well a few years ago when we were still in college Mm -hmm. I was on Tinder. You ever heard of it? Yeah. (laughs) I think Um, so. Yeah. And that was before. They've gotten a lot better. But back then, they only had the two different genders slash Mm -hmm. sexes. And I chose the one that I feel comfortable with at the time. And people didn't like that. And I actually got blocked from Tinder hardcore for a month for false representation. So that was great. But I'm back on Tinder and now they have like 10 plus. Cause I like, after that, I like wrote them an email and I like was 
very angry and like yeah yeah and so now they have like all sorts of different categories of human as there should be (laughs) Um, so good job at that tinder good on you but also can i report someone for misrepresenting themselves like by pretending to not be an asshole and then turning out to be an asshole? 100%. That's, that's what, what it's actually for. Yeah, that's what you should be able to report people <laughs> for, you know? Yeah. That's so. that's wild. So you only on Tinder or? Um, there are a lot of other ones. I will say there are a lot of like a lot more queer ones mm-hmm. that I'm yeah. also sort of peripherally on. Um, yeah. Like her, though I hate the name of it, is also a good one for like trans folk. Okay. And then, like, plenty of fish. Okay. I know some friends who mm-hmm. have had good experience. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What are, what are the kids up to these days? <laughs> With the I dating apps. If I um, see any, I'll ask. I guess I've never even really – I mean, like, that's just part of, like, my privilege in a way of, like, not even thinking about how there's – are there different dating apps specifically for um, people within the LGBTQ community or – yeah, That's I mean, cool. I didn't know if it was he, just like websites or. I feel like everyone knows about like Grinder, like that was oh, originally yeah. started for, yeah, gay men, and so I think after that people were like, oh, we can apply this to all the letters. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And there is like a the like trans ones are, I think like still coming mm-hmm. up, so there are only like I don't know a handful of people on it, so it's less yeah. than effective. But yeah, they're they're coming. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It sounded really scary. (laughs) That's that's really cool though. That is really cool. There's definitely a market on my show, (laughs) and I'm trying to convert both of you to the queer lifestyle. I mean, I'm against it. Let's be honest. Yeah, I I already have this one. You're like on the line. (laughs) Yeah, just reeling you in. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I remember talking to Sky after Matt and I broke up, and I was like, honestly, like, I don't know that I am like completely straight. I was like, I don't know. I don't think anyone is. Agreed. That's where I'm at. Because I'm like, I really, I mean, it's a, it's genuinely a spectrum. And like nobody is. for the birds. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, wouldn't be against it. With uh, dating and being on dating apps and whatnot, especially kind of the progression and them becoming more inclusive over the years, um, to kind of start my question, um, do you feel a lot more comfortable dating now? I would assume yes, but. Mm. Um, more confident, uh, like medium. I don't know. I like in talking to some like trans friends, it's very common, even if you get like more closer to quote unquote passing, mm-hmm. to have this sort of like imposter syndrome mm-hmm. where like even though people are seeing me as a man more and more, like I feel like I'm hiding this like oh they don't know, mm-hmm. you know. And so sometimes it's scarier to like even have that level of certainty. Cause that's like sort of further to fall, mm-hmm. you know, once they like find out. Um, so I say it's equally scary. <laughs> I like, I've been having issue or trouble like getting out there yeah. again. Gotcha. Um, I can send out my own bat signal here. <laughs> yeah. You're a trans dude. I am. And you're not creepy. <laughs> You're like just like literally send us a picture. Yeah, I don't want to like just will like post your your picture and be like, hey, does anybody want to date Logan? Logan's really cool. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> super cute. This is also a uh, we are cupids here. Yes. 
so we're matchmakers. Perfect. I came to the right podcast. But with the imposter syndrome Mm. that you kind of mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, Okay. What's up, Katie? Imposter syndrome. Like, are you feeling that, like, you're not putting the you're the imposter to these other people like how how are we compartmentalizing that oh, yeah um, and how do you deal with it yeah so here i'll just say this as like a blanket statement whatever someone tells you they are that's what they are mm-hmm. like period um and i know that mm-hmm. and a lot of people i associate with know that but me saying that that i'm a man like some other people may say like no you're not like you're not a real boy mm-hmm. and so in that way it could be like construed as me like being an imposter man gotcha um mm-hmm. even though i'm a man because yeah. i just said it so many times yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you literally just said that yeah so fucking listen yeah uh and i remembered my question yes so with that yes. um how do you how do you define or identify like your sexuality what how would you- mm. that's a uh, yeah, that's something I was also thinking of. That's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> Which is um, hard because it is, I mean, it's... Yeah. I feel like I like the term queer because mm-hmm. I don't have to decide anything. I'm yeah. very bad at deciding things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, queer is just for indecisive. Well, yeah. in, to me, I don't want to, like, project that. Everyone has their different, like, definitions. <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm feeling today. I'm fucking queer. It's fine. Like, I feel like in my head it's, like, straight and then queer like everything else Mm -hmm. because it's meant to be like like non-specific you just sort of are Mm -hmm. who you are yeah I I've like I'm a little afraid like the further I go it's weird to be like afraid of this but I'm I'm afraid of being like presented as a straight man Mm -hmm. because that's sort of where I'm leaning at this point Mm -hmm. or maybe like hetero flexible yeah like the manhood situation and like the further I pass and like the more I date I'm just, I really don't want to be a straight man. I really don't. <laughs> You're on your path to becoming a, I know. a straight like, white please. man. No. Straight white man. <laughs> Which is the worst type right. of yes. people. Of all the types. Sexuality is clearly not a choice because no one would want to choose to be a straight white man. <laughs> right? You're so you right. fucking suck. <laughs> Preach. Um, but yeah, I, feel, I, I like queer. I'm going to stick with queer. Good. That's cool. Good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so kind of with imposter syndrome, mm. um, and that, all that greatness, uh, oh, I know yes. something that- You picked a really good word and we're going to focus I know you keep saying it. Like, oh, no. No, it's, it's a good, accurate. it's a, it's a good term and <laughs> yeah. I heard it before. Um, yeah. it's an actual thing that a lot of people face, whether it's, you know, with their gender identity or just with other things I've heard yeah. like other people talk about it, but, um, something I know that a lot of people within- the trans community kind of deal with, um, and this isn't just specific to the trans community, but uh, is like body dysmorphia, Mm. which um, for those who don't know what that is, that's uh, the bare bones of it is essentially like a body image disorder that is characterized by persistent and intrusive preoccupations uh, with an imagined defect in one's appearance. So this can happen a lot for people. I know when I had my eating disorder, I really had body dysmorphia. But I know that it's something that people within the trans community face, um, just regard, especially pre-transition mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Have you ever experienced this? Um, mm. You know, do you currently deal with it? Yeah, um, I liked your little snippet there. I feel like for trans folk, it's more of like instead of a perceived sort of thing, it's like 
just an extreme discomfort. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I've actually been experiencing that more and more. Ironically, like being on testosterone, it's sort of like giving me a taste of things that I like. And so Mm -hmm. like recognizing that that's what I want and realizing that I'm like far away from it or like we'll never I you can't change my DNA unfortunately I mm-hmm. googled it you cannot <laughs> <laughs> so I will forever be XX um and so that just even that is like sad and very dysmorphic mm-hmm. yeah um and I have actually I should have added this to my gender journey at the beginning <laughs> uh next mm-hmm. month I'm having a top surgery consult Congratulations. So that's exciting. awesome. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. So in that, like in anticipation of that, um, I've just sort of been uncomfortable because I'm thinking about my titties being gone <laughs> yeah. and they're not yet. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so yes, that's a thing mm-hmm. and it's real and it's awful and yeah, I don't really know. I, I was going to sugarcoat it, but the, the, you cannot. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, how how do you think that that might affect um, or has affected like your dating, especially or particularly like pre-transition, like beginning your transition as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, me personally, I haven't really been in the dating scene, but talking to trans friends who are um, – it's, it's like hard because if you have like a body part there, a lot of your sexual partners want to interact with that body mm-hmm. part and trans persons don't generally want that depending on how they feel. Like if specifically I'm thinking about boobs, mm-hmm. um, I had a friend who has boobs um, and his wife likes his boobs. Um, he does not. And so... They had to like sort of communicate because communication is key in sex. Consent. Consent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, to for him to be like, you know what? Let's not. Mm-hmm. You know, we can just focus on other things because mm-hmm. that sort of t- takes me out of the the mood. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're hooking up with a trans dude, ask before you motorboat them. Or just- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get actually, that on a shirt. Yep. <laughs> that actually is very valid. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, the question was basically just how has your experience with body dysmorphia kind oh, of affected yeah. dating for you? Yeah, and also I'm gonna keep talking about this person, but he like with his wife, they're also trying to have a baby, mm-hmm. which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really hard like talking to him, and I like think about myself like down the road because he's older us like the one thing that he wants to do you know as a man is to sort of be able to do that naturally mm-hmm. but like him and his wife are going to like sperm banks and like mm-hmm. looking at all these things and she's like come on like look with me and for him it's not necessarily a happy experience because mm-hmm. it's something that he wants to do that he yeah. physically cannot do even just like in functionality just mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know yeah. like not even just like oh it'd be cool to have a penis to do like you know, penis no. things um <laughs> but to do like literally what it was designed to do mm-hmm. yeah that's a situation i've never really looked, like thought of though. right like yeah. yeah i wouldn't either and i mean i would probably think of it sooner than you would but like <laughs> <laughs> like everybody should like be kind of 
self-aware enough to be like oh that's a problem that these people might be having yeah i should be like maybe extra kind about certain things yeah that fucking and it's it's really funny because um it's i mean it's not funny but we like me and this friend have a mutual friend who actually got pregnant and <laughs> and like everyone was super like this group of us we were super happy and it's like super amazing anytime you know someone's pregnant and they want to be and it's great but like immediately after that interaction, I went to him and I was like, are you okay? And he was like, yeah, totally. Like his, our yeah. little pubescent boy voices were like, yeah, totally. It's totally fine. Like we're, we're going to sperm pick tomorrow. So we'll get there. Like, <laughs> and you know, like I'm not saying like anytime someone gets pregnant, you should look for like the trans men in the room. Who are also trying to be <laughs> pregnant. Like it's just sort of like, Yeah. Yeah. sometimes you have to think about how other people may be affected by yeah. positive and or negative absolutely mm-hmm. fertility issues come in all different directions oh, yeah so yeah. um kind of going off of that something that's really important i feel like in general mm. um mm. you know that i'm very passionate about and mm. i know that you are also very passionate mm. about is uh self-care baby oh, oh. Um, <laughs> and so baby. with that and kind of going through this, like coming into your identity, things like that, um, and dealing with the really heavy things that happen in society mm-hmm. and unfortunately discrimination. What do you kind of do uh, for your own self-love? Um, yes. You know, do you feel more confident with yourself um, and kind of what type of self-care do you do of yeah. any nature? For sure. Um, well, first and foremost, like political climate. Mm-hmm. Though I want to be a politically engaged person, for my brain and my heart and my soul, I cannot be. <laughs> and so, like, the specifically, like, the military ban, I was just, like, off of all social media for, like, that whole week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, I think, specifically, at least for me as a queer person, self-care often involves, like, safe spaces mm-hmm. and, like, knowing what people you can go to. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, where just sort of like your identity is just like a background, mm-hmm. you know, it's not something that people focus on, even if they're like good at it, like, yeah, just going somewhere where you don't even have to think about that specific part in which you are different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So safe spaces for sure. And then also like sort of. I talked about my top surgery consult, like before that I've been like testing with binders and stuff, which are not comfortable. Yeah, I mean, see. they like get the job done, but like at what cost? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, but they're called a binder. I right. And you like know, a corset, but and I'm not paper. So <laughs> yeah. that's not what it was designed for. <laughs> binders in school. Um, <laughs> but that also like helps in days where it's just like super bad and I need, just something to give me some sort of semblance of comfort, yeah. um, mm-hmm. like mental comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a really good group of trans friends back home. And even just like in moments where like people are shitty out in the world, just being able to like say that to a group of people who understands it completely mm-hmm. And, you know, won't try and be like devil's advocate. Be like, oh, but they were raised in the 50s. Like, give them some slack. (laughs) Like, bish. Fuck that. Excuse you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I would say mainly cool people. Self-care. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I do, I do. So how did you go about like meeting other people in the trans community? Like, did y'all grow up together and you're all just like, yeah, actually we're all trans or like, how did you meet them in that, real life? That's a great question. I actually was grateful and lucky enough to be in like a trans support group back home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we all just sort of met there and there are like a few people that we know from SLU who I'm like sort of in touch with. Um, yeah. It, I got very lucky. I, I know of people who, like, even just before we started the group or, like, people I don't even know of who I'm sure are just struggling with this, like, alone with, like, one, I don't know, like, chat board mm-hmm. to, like, vent. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I got very lucky. That's awesome. Awesome. Are you hoping to find one here in St. Louis as well? Yes, I actually have. Um, but, yeah, with uh, our friend, we went to an MTUG, which is the Metro Trans Umbrella Group, like meeting. It's called the Locker Room. It's for like trans mm. masculine people. Um, yeah, room so talk. I th- I think I got lucky again because they're a great group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not specific. Like, I mean, there are a lot of trans men there, but they're like just trans masculine, like non-binary folk, and yeah, just gender neutral persons. Hell yeah. Go saying that's the, awesome. Slash M-tug. Yeah, we can we can plug them. Oh my gosh. For sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. M-tug does really great stuff in the community. Yeah. But as Alana Glazer said, we are a blue dot in a very red state. So St. Louis isn't <laughs> all isn't all terrible. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have your things and you have your moments. Many. But uh yeah. yeah. So but that's awesome. And then also, of course, you know, you've got your other pals here. I got my honorary okay. queers, token straight friends who are totally dope <laughs> on being to my right. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, let's see. What do you kind of do to take care of yourself, like, personally outside of? And this oh, doesn't yeah. have to be specific to, like, being trans. It's just oh, a yeah. job. I watch a lot of Parks and Recreation. Of course. So much. Of course. Just, like, on in the background of my life. Even if I'm not by a television, just, like, playing in the background of my mind. Mm-hmm seen it a lot um i'm also trying to like pick up hobbies which is like an adult thing i hear people do um i've been trying to do that for a year and a half (laughs) i took a word working class in chicago Mm -hmm. and it was amazing and i've been trying to find one here um so yeah just like general hobby doing yes ron swanson would be proud i know yeah especially the woodworking oh that would be i literally my goal right now in life I've discovered I want to be a combination of Ben Wyatt and Ron Swanson and that I'm looking Ooh. at accounting schools and I would love to be a woodworker. Incredible. <laughs> That's a woodwork so. Logan is a woodworking accountant guys or like going to be a woodworking accountant and none of you want to date him what the fuck guys? <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. Wow. Oh that was a good plug. That was. That's my second shirt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I sort of go back and forth. I was talking to you too because I was thinking about nursing. It's hard to figure out what you want to do it is in life. Kind of at the Figuring stage. out what you want to be when you grow up is hard. Yeah. Especially when people tell you that you're already grown up. They don't, they don't get it. They don't know. Yeah, they don't. You know my name, not my story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Wow, I didn't know I was on Tumblr right now. <laughs> 
Tumblr, <laughs> Tumblr making a resurgence in 2019. They put the porn back on and Tumblr will come back. Don't you worry. <laughs> Did they take the porn off? They took the porn down. That was like a whole thing. RIP to all the Tumblr porn. RIP. <laughs> I'm sure we can still find it somewhere. Oh, yes. Oh, it's definitely it's on the internet. But Porn on the internet? Not... Wait, wait. Wait. Hold on, Tio. What? <laughs> Since when? There is porn, and it is on the internet. That's you a damn liar. I've been debating, honestly, getting... I don't watch a lot of porn mainly because it's terrible like yeah. the free, right like the free porn i'm like mm-hmm. this is just terrible to watch it's like a turn off yeah pretty you much know? i'll be watching it and i'm like oh never mind mm. um but i've been debating like because i know there are websites that yeah, are like feminist porn yeah mm-hmm. um, and most of them you have to pay for which like i get but also no, can't it just be free I'm shouldn't porn be free or Free money. Yeah. Money, please. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> so I've been debating looking into that. But then again, I don't watch porn that often. So I'm like, there's really no... Yeah. I don't want to, like, subscribe to some, like, porn website. It sounds like a lot of work when you could just, I don't know, for free get into stepbrother, fuck stepsister, right in the ass. <laughs> yep. That's yep. At the whole that internet right now. I don't know. Do you're like a... <laughs> Mind reader. My <laughs> <laughs> <I> kink. <laughs> oh gosh. Nevertheless. Um, so you mentioned we're just kind of gonna yeah. gears here. Yeah. So you, do it, do it. So you've mentioned that you have been on tea for yeah. about well, a little over a year now. Yeah. Um kind of if you care to kind of elaborate what that has been like for you. Sure. Um, any changes that you've uh, noticed, things that you didn't expect? Oh, yeah. Um, it's a glorious thing. It's like a puberty that you want because mm-hmm. it is a puberty. And I did want it. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, it's amazing. So, I don't know if you can tell, but my voice used to be low or higher than this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No cracks. Twenty-four year man. <laughs> proud of my pubescent voice. I have facial hair now, which is great. Mm. Also, everywhere else you can think of having hair. You have chest hair. I got I got a little baby fuse on my oh, tummy. Oh wow! Look at that. <laughs> I got like armpit hair. Hella. Um, literally anywhere you can have hair, I have hair now. Um, if you like hairy men, Ayo. <laughs> that one for you. Do you? I feel like I'm very jealous because not very jealous because you've gone through a fuck ton. But like, I, I, there are days I wish I had a beard only to stroke it to make decisions. Oh my gosh, I used to do that all the time pre-beard, and now I do it. I'm like, oh, there's, there's stuff here. Like, I, this makes sense. Like, wow, I feel like my thoughts are so much better contained. (laughs) It also helps to cover up zits. Do you think that you want to grow a full beard and mustache? I don't know. I get nervous. I have this thing, and I've talked to other people who have been on TV before. Um, I, like, want to shave it to, like, clean it up, but... I'm worried it won't grow back because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that's something mm-hmm. that has not always been in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do. I think I like the idea of like stubble, mm-hmm. you know, 
I don't think I could pull off a big beard or if I would want to because I'm already just a hot and sweaty person. I don't need <laughs> <any> more layers. <laughs> if, would, you if you're going to get into woodworking, you should grow a beard so you can be a full lumberjack. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm trying to grow out my sideburns. Mm. So I will say there actually have been like emotional changes. Mm. Like I feel like my – I sort of have a like limited emotional vocabulary or like range. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been on a lot of therapy, so, like, I sort of nip that in the bud. It's not really a <laughs> thing anymore. But, like, at first, I was just, like, any emotion I would have, it would immediately go to anger, mm. you know? Mm. And, like, I sort of have a little bit more of an understanding for, like, men who are just, like, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also, like, I'm an adult, and I can see that this is an issue, so mm-hmm. I'm going to work on making it better, and all men can do that. Mm-hmm. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and also the best thing, in my opinion, that has happened is I no longer have a period, um, and it's glorious, it's heavenly, um, but I will, oh, there's a random story tangent, Go this actually it. happened like yesterday at work, um, we were doing like physically exhausting things, lifting heavy things, and one of my female co-workers was like, Oh, I want to go home early. I think if I'm going to start my period, that should be excuse enough. And then I said on instinct, like, yeah, it should be. And she looked at me being a man presenting person, be like, it is an excuse. Like she thought I was being sarcastic. And I was like, no, 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 I really mean it. You're like, I understand. Like I had a period for 12 years of my life. Yeah. I get it. (laughs) And yeah, it's weird being, I mean, it's great. I'm glad mm-hmm. she saw me as a man, but I hate that like men are dickheads who would definitely say that to her. Be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you got the, the full male experience, and you don't understand my pain. <laughs> That's. I feel like it's very cool that you have this ability to empathize so thoroughly with everyone now. Oh yes, it's amazing. Yeah, I feel like I can sort of call, not like. I feel like women don't really have much shit to be called on, but I can call men on their shit. Yes. Um, also, like, muscle tone. Like, it's so easy for me to be, like, strong. Like, it sort of makes me hate cis men who are like, oh, yeah, women are weak. Like, here, let me help you with that box. I'm like, bitch, you have, like, a cheat code. Yeah. Uh, strong. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that is it. And it's amazing. Like, I was moving into St. Louis, as mm-hmm. you just said. And it was me, my mom, and my dad. And my mom was struggling because I moved into the third floor. I have a dresser and many heavy things. And she just, like, blurted out, which I thought was so funny. She's like, I'm the only one without testosterone in my body. Give me a break. <laughs> oh. I was like, you're right, mom. Oh. You get to take a break. Go to Duncan. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bring us all coffee. Yeah. It's like, you're so right. I'm sorry. That was my and privileged. People, like, uh treat you differently oh gosh and what is that like it all it doesn't happen that often because i don't think i exude like a man man vibe like come talk to me about all the women you've been shitty to (laughs) like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but i have had like co-workers talk about like female co-workers to me Mm -hmm. one person referred to another co-worker this is back in chicago as like being bitchy and i shut that shit down because yeah ew (laughs) because why no 
Being um, assertive does not mean being bitchy. Right? Like, excuse you. Like, yeah. So that was, like, the only real instance. I think other than that, like, other than, like, not exuding the toxic masculine vibe, I also sort of exude, like, just a very queer man vibe. And mm-hmm. I don't think, like, cishet men are really down to talk about mm-hmm. shitty things with queer men. Yeah. Um, they know you're going to tell on them and, like, tell them they're being a shit. Oh, yeah. That's the issue. I'm a double agent. <laughs> I'll tell on all sides from both sides. No one can trust me. Yeah. Uh, fucking trans tattletale over here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my third show. <laughs> um, do you, when being perceived, um, you know, not perceived, but, like, when people, you know, don't, just treat you like shit yeah um, assume you you know when you're being perceived (laughs) for who you are um how how have you noticed the differences between like when like prior to transitioning and becoming I guess as you use the term like passing like yeah the the more you pass as a man Mm -hmm. um the man that you are um (laughs) (laughs) how have you noticed like being treated just societally oh yeah um you, you you can now see both sides. I know. Yeah. I, I keep thinking about work because I do. I work in a stock room at the container store. I don't know if you can leave that out. The container <laughs> store is great. Um, and so lifting heavy things is a big thing. Um, and I have like female coworkers being like, hey, can you like help me with things? And then I also have male coworkers who just like assume me like, what are you doing? Like, come up, like help me with things. And I have sort of this instinct, like being conditioned as a woman to be like, no, I want to carry it. Excuse me. You have a penis. You do it. Like, (laughs) um, but also like, there's a part of me that's like, I don't know, like wants to be that like strong, you know, all those toxic masculine things. And I had a moment (laughs) yesterday. This was actually with the same person who had the period comment. Um, she there were just these boxes she didn't even pick them up she was just like I feel like these are heavy can you take them for me <laughs> and they, they were they were just plastic and like I picked it up with one hand oh. and not because I'm strong it's just because <laughs> she didn't know what was in them and it was so funny I'm sorry <laughs> that was just a small thing. <laughs> it's just like oh I should have like played it off be like oh yeah no worries I can take it like yeah. oh I'm just so strong Swipe the sweat from my brow. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought of it like immediately. I was like, oh man. That's a bathroom. Oh yeah, bathrooms. That one's um in talking about like being perceived. Cause like there's this wonky like middle part where you just literally are a question mark of a human. And so no matter what bathroom you go into, they're gonna be like, uh hello strange creature how can I help you um but I've realized that like men honestly like don't really give a fuck which is kind of nice and refreshing mm-hmm. just, you know you in and out do your business often not washing your hands which is disgusting <laughs> so gross <laughs> this is nasty sauce um and and are more vocal in my opinion, about being uncomfortable, which is good. Like, I'm glad, you know, if they're uncomfortable, though, I'm not really doing anything. I don't think maybe other people disagree, but washing your hands is not a threatening 
activity to yeah. be doing. <laughs> um, but I have had like women when I used to use the women's room, like one of them just walked in and was like, Oh, sorry. I thought this was the women's room. And she like <laughs> walked out immediately. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to like pass her on the way out and tell her that she was in the right one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, like you're good. I'm just trying to find my place in this world. It's fine. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like men, the scariest bathroom situation, uh, nothing happened, but just like the environment of like a men's bathroom at a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I remember like as a wee child, like going with my dad, cause that was the only bathroom I could, like, I wasn't going to go alone into the women's bathroom. Um, and first of all, there's only one stall. So I don't know if you know this, but in all of this conversation, I don't have a penis and I cannot <laughs> pee standing up, mm-hmm. though I wish I could, because that's just cool. All it's around. just convenient. Right? You know? Yeah. And I would wash my hands afterwards because I'm a cool person. <laughs> um, but it was hard because there was someone taking a dump mm-hmm. and I don't mind being perceived as someone who has to take a dump, <laughs> but like when you're waiting for someone who actually is going poop and you have to go pee, it's really hard. And then if you're also worried about people like finding out about you Mm -hmm. and you're waiting in front of a toilet when there are literally 10 plus urinals open. Yeah. It's a hard situation to be in. Mm -hmm. I don't really know that, but I went to a baseball game the other weekend. And so that made me think. That's fair. Yeah. I, the Steppenwolf Theater here has gender neutral bathrooms, but it was clear that they just took their gender bathrooms and then slapped a gender neutral on them. And yes. my, big, my big issue was that being on a date there, what if we both had to poop and we both ended up in the same bathroom? <laughs> that was my I biggest mean, concern. I was like, we can't use the same bathroom because I don't want you seeing me like this. <laughs> Or you could just like play it off, be like, "Oh my gosh, you were in there, right? Someone before us must have just..." Oh, that was nasty. That was not me. I'm not capable of that. You think I I got there? I fart potpourri. Yeah, you. (laughs) I don't fart. Yeah. Other funny related story. (laughs) There is a trans woman who works on my floor at work. And she's really fucking cool and she dyes her hair cool colors and she just like I've worked there for two years so like I've kind of watched this transition without knowing her very well and she is but there was one day some bitch left a bloody tampon in a toilet and fucking clogged it and we both <sighs> looked at it and we're just like this goddamn bitch she doesn't even <laughs> have a period and she knew better <laughs> yeah i don't just like, so I like being in like a panic mode be like oh there's a kind of like tampons this is why everyone should use a menstrual cup yeah it's pretty great i'll get on that i mean you don't have to worry about that because you don't have a period anymore. i didn't want to yeah. say it, but you said it <laughs> but we all can't be like you <laughs> so <laughs> Grand old Damn, man. I'm definitely oh, seeing extra testosterone, though. No period <laughs> lifting things. A beard <laughs> a stroke when I have problems that need solving. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I will say that I really want, like, I don't know, like, even gay men, I just want men to have to carry 
like a pad or a tampon with them, just carry it. Like even if they don't, you know, use it for any particular person or anything, just to have that feeling of being like, no, I'm going to a concert. I don't want to carry this. I'm like, yeah, bitch, you don't want to carry it. Carry it anyway. Like, Carry it anyways and impress your neighbor or right you know, and then you could be that wonderful person it's like oh no like your friends whispering to another female friend like i started my period do you have anything yeah and you'll be like yes i do <laughs> <laughs> way to get your dick sucked have a tampon yes if there are any like cis men or just men in general listening that is a great way to like yeah just don't understand like anything about menstruation. Yes. Like, even just that small part of yeah. just carrying an extra thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though, and you know what? If anyone's going to be carrying an extra thing, it should be men because we have hella pockets. Yes. Yeah. How do you motherfucking pockets are? Your phone like goes to your mid thigh. Yeah. It's amazing. I have so many items on me at any time. Um, Cargo shorts are great. <laughs> PSA. If you're going to wear cargo shorts, you better fucking have like. There's no excuse. Yeah. If yeah, you're, you you're gonna to. be so blasphemous, then you might as well make up for it by caring. <laughs> Except Logan. Two, Logan is I have two pairs of cargo shorts. Logan is exempt from this. And I want to get a third. Logan's really <laughs> just enjoying the pockets, and I understand. <laughs> Literally, like this is you probably like a greater transition. Like eventually, you'd be like, "No, I'm a dude, and I don't want to wear fucking cargo shorts because they're cargo shorts." But for right yes. now, you're I having a moment. I'm just going ham with any pockets I see. You're also going through puberty, and I feel like teenage boys yeah. are the ones that wear cargo shorts. Yeah. So, like, you're being a typical teenage boy. That's yeah. <laughs> Even though, you're like, you're an wrong. adult man, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a grand old time. <laughs> I mean, really, the last question I have on here, which we've mm. kind of talked about, is just like bullshittery that you've had mm. to deal with. But kind of, word. I guess, the last question. It's just kind of some things that you wish people knew. Yeah, just kind of that you wish people knew. And I'm not asking to be like, educate all of us uninformed people. Oh, yeah. But more of just like things that people do, like, I guess in a way, almost like microaggressions Mm. um, or just in general things that you kind of wish people knew. You touched on being mindful about when it comes to like pregnancies and things like that, which I feel like people should be in general, but particularly like you don't realize how much it affects people especially within the trans community. For sure. Um, and, um, yeah, so if there's anything that you have dealt with that you're like, fuck that. I mean, you're basically a hero for women right now because you're going around <laughs> correcting men. I got hella right. pads in my car. Which yeah. is amazing. You are being a stand-up guy. Everyone wow. should be wanting to date Logan. Like, line up people. Oh, but anyway, yeah, so. Yeah, um. Well, here, let me grab my Rolodex of things that people are crappy about. Um, I think mainly the one that comes to mind is when people mess up on, like, pronouns and name stuff, which happens. Mm -hmm. Like, I do it in referring to myself. Like, I don't know. Things happen. It's, um, and I found, like, a good way to describe it with another friend of mine. Like, emphatically apologizing is not having the same effect that you think it is Mm -hmm. in that we end up having to console you for having wronged us, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like you can have my firstborn. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Honestly, just like one sorry is good or even no sorry because the best sorry is a change in action. Yeah. Be like, she, oops, he Mm -hmm. proceed with your life. Yeah. You know, 
Um, that's the main one that I tell everybody. And I think this is not this particular instance because I feel like this. I get this a lot with old white ladies <laughs> <laughs> um, who like find out about me. They sort of do that thing. I'm sure they do with like gay people. Like, oh, like I know someone who's queer. Like, do you do you know them? <laughs> they happen to live like Australia, but you would know them, right? <laughs> yeah. Just like assuming that I, as a person, am the trans community, mm-hmm. you know, is a lot of pressure. And I don't feel that here Good. because Good. we talk about me. <laughs> that's very specific this is the logan show this, this is, is logan. the logan show Yo. your prize uh, at the end is that we're gonna get you a date from one of our five listeners fingers crossed <laughs> um yeah so and also oh oh i thought of a third one okay in um, addition to the other one yes okay cool so <laughs> keep coming i had a friend who i worked with in chicago and he was an amazing soul. And we were working together and I was like rather new. And he just like blurted out, like not really with any warning, what are your pronouns? And he like said it with like a face that was like, oh my gosh, I just like, I just killed a puppy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I literally like, I took him by the shoulders. I just met this person like a day ago. And mm-hmm. I was like, thank you so much because... That's literally all it is. Mm-hmm. We'd rather you ask and get it right than not and get it wrong. Um, yeah. So literally just as simple as that. Not even e- even if it's like a question mark, like, you know, ambiguous person, just mm-hmm. like normalize it, yeah. you know? Amanda, what are your pronouns? She, her, hers. There you go. <laughs> See? Everything's normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also... I'm a very specific case of trans, and so I wanted to speak to non-binary folks out there. A specific case. It's an ailment. It's not. Um, (laughs) But yeah, a lot of people, I happen to be binary in my specificity, Um, but not everyone is. In fact, a lot of people are in between the binary because binaries are can be dumb. Um, can you kind of elaborate on what that means? Yes. Okay. So I, as I said, am a man. Mm-hmm. I'm a big boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that would be one end of the binary or spectrum. And then the other one would be a woman. There are people who are like, nah, I'm going to be somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. maybe even closer to the man or closer to the woman, but not all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people like that. So, yeah, just don't assume anything in general. And they, them pronouns are a legit thing. Mm -hmm. It's not grammatically incorrect. We use it all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's really like all, I feel like the questions I had, um, you covered everything on me. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for yeah. sharing and being vulnerable and Thanks for talking about this, like, like your identities, but, um, yeah. So now we kind of maybe want to dive into some happy endings, some mm-hmm. positive things of the week and some listener mail that Katie has for us. Yeah. Hell yeah. So guys, Logan, I don't think we prefaced this for you, but what's your happy ending? Which of is just a 
Yeah, a positive thing that's kind of happened mm. to you this week or something that you're excited about. Yeah. I don't I guess it's sort of a neutral thing because I don't know how it's gonna end up, but I had a job interview. Good. What? Actually what? like two days ago and I'm waiting to hear back. It's at the science center. Oh yeah. Ooh. So fingers crossed out there. People so science. slash perspective dates. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna find you. We're gonna find you. Uh Katie, what about you? I am reaching out today in the today that in which we are recording, my friend and his boyfriend are getting married as we speak. Ew. I'm really excited for them. It is Jake was a big old slut, but he's a reformed slut, and I'm so Wait, proud of him. He's getting married right now? Like literally right now. What? Like wow. literally today. They're getting That's big old gay married. <laughs> So just married. <laughs> you know, married. 2019, Katie. They're they married right now, and I'm so excited for them. Hell yeah. And yeah, I need to send them a wedding present, and I'm so proud. Yeah. That's so basically, if you think to yourself and you look at look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you're a big old slut, remember, you can be the first in the friend group to get married anyways, just like Jake. All of us. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, love being a big old slut. Big old slut. <laughs> well, I guess for me, mine is that. Uh, so I'm, I'm watching Outlander. Wait. So let me get this straight. Are you? Are you? Or are you not watching Outlander? I, I am. <laughs> that was unclear to me. Watching Outlander. Um, and so, for those of you listening who didn't know that, I'm watching Outlander. I'm on. I'm at the end of season three. Oh, and I there was. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who might be watching it or wanting to watch it, but I had to like binge watch half of the season to get to an episode that I was like trying to get to because there was an event that happened at the end of season one, really. Um, Yeah. And so for like a lot of episodes, I had to just like deal with it until I got to this episode in season three. It was like a reunion and it was magnificent and I made it. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Never been prouder. So I was pretty happy. Yay. And so that's cool. Television milestones are milestones. They are. They are. I also just get very emotionally invested. So mm-hmm. it's great. But yeah. So Katie, let's slide on into those uh, listener mails. All it. right. So I got this via Instagram because you can slide into my DMs, guys. Um, and, you know, sometimes people are sliding into your DMs to flirt with you. Sometimes they're sliding into your DMs to tell you about how they killed somebody's cat. And this guy did both. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Didn't shit. Know where that was going. Wow. Yeah. It's a wild ride. It's about to get wilder. I had a brand new car. I was 19 and cocky. She was looking amazing when I went to pick her up. She was waiting outside for me. I pulled up and opened the door. We drove off. Then she started to wave her hands in front of her face like she was hot or choking. I wasn't even going that fast. Still on the residential streets. Then all of a sudden you hear it. Two large thumps. Thump, thump. She screamed. OMG, that was the cat. I slammed on the brakes. I looked back and then saw she was right. Then I put it in reverse. Then you hear it again. Thump, thump. She broke down again and the whole neighborhood could hear her crying. So I said, I guess we are not going out. 
She laughed a little, and then I put it in drive to make a U-turn, and then you hear it just once. <laughs> so, oh, no. I drove her back home and went to a car wash. Oh, I didn't know it was a pet until I saw her friend next weekend. The next weekend, that was her fucking cat. Oh my <laughs> god! Wow, that's, that's horrifying. Oh my. God. <laughs> Oh my lord. Or everyone involved. Especially the cat. Oh, of course. Well, that was really. That was was a story. And and that was their way of sliding into your DMs. That's pretty. uh, Yeah. That's a pretty ballsy move. Right? Right. You should go out with him, but you should drive. (laughs) (laughs) I will definitely make sure to make that rule. <laughs> if, you, if you tell me that you murdered a cat with a vehicle, I'm definitely going to be driving, and I'm not even that good of a driver. But <laughs> that's the worst date we have for, for everybody this week. Damn! Wow! Well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, not well done, but like well done for bad. That is this is real bad. I feel really bad for that that, that cat. Damn! And that's all I got. <laughs> I think that's enough. Uh, yeah. That's enough. So, uh, if you would like to submit your own worst date, uh, or horror story like this one, (laughs) your own sex mishap or boner blunder, feel free to submit uh, named or anonymous stories to 50worstdatespodcast at gmail.com or slide into Katie's DMs. (laughs) Apparently, this is where it's at. (laughs) Um, So, we've got multiple Instagrams to kind of shout out right now. Yeah. We've got the the podcast one, which is 50 Worst Dates Pod on Instagram. Katie Mine Coyle. is Katie Coyle 27 on Instagram. Perfect. Mine is Pikachu18, which is P-E-K-A-U-C-H-U-1-8. Woo. Woo. <laughs> and Logan, you have an Instagram, don't you? Did you? I don't. Have you never had an Instagram? No. Damn. I have a Tumblr. Throwback. <laughs> TBT. Um, so never mind. I guess you won't be finding Logan on Instagram, but don't worry. We'll post some pics. We'll make sure to Logan. Yes. Yeah, we'll we'll get a picture of you and it'll be like our feature to like get people excited about the pot this week. And yeah. if you're like, damn, look at that slice of van, well knowing that he's gonna get into woodworking. And oh. works at the container store, so he'll probably organize stuff for you. I'm super organized. Or just, I don't know, always have a tampon on him. <laughs> you're looking Ew. for the you're looking for a high quality van. Yeah, who gets that man? High yep. praise. Yep. Much appreciated. <laughs> so if you think that we are valid sources of advice, which we are, <laughs> yeah. and want to ask questions, or if you want to complain to us because I uh, I said it once and I'll say it again. If you send hate mail, didn't I say I was gonna like? We're gonna masturbate to it live on air. Yeah, while reading it. So um, <laughs> yeah, do that and <laughs> well. So we'll take all your questions and comments, concerns, complaints because it'll save you on porn. Exactly. You know? yeah. I'll be like podcast porn <laughs> um so our goal is to base future episodes on stories and experiences that are not our own um not us sharing them but you know other people sharing their stories because fortunately for katie and myself we have not been on too many bad dates uh, just enough 
But yeah, just enough to want to start a podcast about it. (laughs) Which is a lot still all the same. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. If you love our music, it's from bensound.com. And if you love our cover art, it's by Tori Scranton. You can find her at T Scranton Art on Instagram and Etsy. And yeah, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Don't run over any cats. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And thank you to Logan. Thank for you joining us. On. Don't be an asshole, guys. <laughs> Woo. Woo. <laughs>